0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au Well, as you know, the religion of Islam is spreading so many nations around the world and it has what's known as a theocratic ideology. And you would, depending on who you talk to, uh, argue that nothing leads to discrimination, and division and violence like Islam does. But what are the early signs that Islam has a foothold here in Australia? One of those issues you'd have to tackle would be the issue of halal. You might have seen signs around your shopping centre. You might have heard about things to do with halal. And we're going to find out some more today. Kiralee Smith heads up an organisation called Halal Choices. And she's joining us today to talk through the issue. Hello, Kiralee. Welcome to 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. It's great. It's a pleasure.
0: Uh, Kiralee, most people perhaps don't understand the intricacy of what halal means. Uh, Describe for us what it means when you see that sign in your supermarket or at your butcher which says halal. What does that mean?
1: Generally what it means is that that product has been uh, certified halal, which means that according to Islamic or Sharia law, it has no forbidden components such as blood, pork or alcohol.
0: And that means that the animal in question has been killed in a certain way?
1: Yes, if animal products are in it, it absolutely means that animal, among other things, has had to face mecca when it was slaughtered, have its throats lit, usually not stunned. And a mullah or an imam has prayed a prayer over it, sacrificing it or dedicating it to Allah.
0: The thing that I guess is hidden here is that people who have a halal sign on their shop have usually paid money to be able to display that sign. How does that all work?
1: Yeah, that's correct. There's uh, most there's there's a lot of halal certification organisations in Australia. Most of them are run by mosques and local Islamic agencies. So they've their site has usually been inspected, is deemed to be halal and a fee is paid. But in some cases, money is just paid even though the site's never been inspected and things like that.
0: I know that there are some even quite large businesses and uh, one I can think of, unless they've changed their position, was Dick Smith, who refused to pay any sort of fee uh, for halal. Uh, But there are a lot of businesses that do. And I'm interested in your thoughts on the idea that halal is like a tax
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, well that's right. Dick Smith does say that he refuses to, uh, to pay that certification, which is fantastic. But there's many large companies. What shocked me at first were companies like Kellogg's, Sanitarium, Nestlé, that actually don't have a lot of meat products anyway, but they're paying these certification fees. And as I investigated and did some research, what I did discover was that According to the Halal Authority of Australia, many Muslims don't even take any notice of the symbol because they are aware that it's a money-making scheme. It's a way to raise funds for the mosques And we suspect where it goes after that, but we haven't been able to prove it yet here in Australia. But, um, yeah, those fees are paid. Companies are pressured or coerced into paying these fees, usually without understanding why they're paying these fees or what the fees are for.
0: I've heard of people going to restaurants or buying something from a butcher shop where they've said, uh, can I buy a non-halal product? Uh, a lot of them uh, refuse to actually do that because uh, everything is considered halal uh, once that sign is up.
1: Yes, that's correct. Well, in 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 a restaurant or a butcher shop, for instance, if that has halal certification, yes, then everything in that shop would be considered halal. However, if you go to Coles or Woolies, there'll be some products that are halal certified and others that are not. So I, there is a big difference between what's permissible, like the word halal simply means permissible, uh, and what uh, has had fees paid for it. Because everything pretty much can be halal for a Muslim person. They can consume the majority of products on sale in Australia without a certificate. But what I'm concerned with is where companies are paying fees to have their products labelled halal certified.
0: What are your main concerns about those companies paying those fees?
1: Uh, there's a number. One is that many of those products, as I said, are already permissible for a Muslim. Things like honey, milk, nuts, grains are already permissible, do not require any kind of uh, certificate whatsoever. So that's, that's basically a needless uh, fee that's being placed on those products. And we know... Companies such as A2 Milk are quoted $7,000 just for one factory to become halal certified where milk is already considered halal. So I think that's a lot of money that companies are paying out for something that's completely unnecessary. And the second majorly concerning thing for me is that the fees are paid, as I said, and uh, it goes into the mosques or it goes to perhaps the an individual Muslim and where that money ends up then is that zakat, like a tithe, must be paid and it it goes to Islamic charities. But what we've discovered in France, Canada and the USA is that those charities are more often than not a front for terrorist organisations such as Hamas, and the Muslim Brotherhood. And as a Christian, I do not want to fund those terrorist organisations. But even on a simpler level, I don't actually want to fund mosques because they practise things that go against what I believe Jesus died for, I and mean, that's freedom. He died to give us the freedom to choose religion, to choose or reject him, to uh, have the freedom of expression, to have equality between men and women. And in the mosques, those things are practised and preached, where there's segregation, discrimination and uh, lack of freedom uh, for your choice of religion and and so on.
0: So what you're saying is wherever you see a halal sign, whether that be at your supermarket or the butcher shop, there is something in there that's hidden that people don't typically understand, which is undermining our freedom as a nation.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I've heard people say, too, uh, that where there are nations like Australia where Islam hadn't been very well established, that the idea of halal... Uh, creates industries that employ only Muslims. Is, is, that, the, is that the way things work as yeah, well? that's
1: absolutely correct. The Grand Mufti of Bosnia was quoted as saying, let's dominate the world through halal, because there are basically three ways that a Muslim can uh, relate to a non-Muslim, and that's through jihad, which is all-out war, which isn't going to happen here, hopefully, ever, but not for a very long time. There's conversion, which attempts are made, obviously, and then there's dimitude, which is getting non-Muslims to pay a tax to um, to prove that a Muslim is more superior. So if they can establish industries in non-Muslim countries, then they are, in their eyes, satisfying that dimitude or that jizya tax that we are paying and we're subdued.
0: So is halal a part of dimitude? Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, well, halal halal is uh, just only related to meat when you're talking about the Quran. The Quran never mentions certification. The Quran never mentions or the Hadith. So that's a very recent, modern... Uh, innovation that has occurred uh, in the 1980s. This industry began. Before that, there was no such thing as halal certification. Muslims understood if they p- prayed a particular prayer and that product didn't have any um, forbidden items in it, then they were fine. So it really is a, a very new industry um, with the idea of raising money and getting non-Muslim people to pay it.
0: Lee, people listening into our conversation today, either coming from a Christian, Christian, Christian foundation in their life, or they're very aware of the deep Christian heritage that we have in Australia, what sort of reaction ought people who are concerned about halal have? How do you actually take some sort of action? Is there a position that you should take as a Christian or as someone who is open to Christian things?
1: Yeah, well... I am a Christian and I will stand very firmly on that foundation. I don't want to tell other people what they should do. We, we called our website Halal Choices so that we could give people information and they could make a choice. But for my personal response is I don't want to, uh, know, knowingly and willingly, uh, eat meat sacrificed to a foreign god. I do not want to support a religion with my finances or my encouragement, uh, that is very anti-Christian, um, very against the freedoms, as I spoke about earlier, that uh, that Christ so freely gave to us. So I think that, for me, it's standing and having a voice. It's making people aware. It's writing to companies and speaking to politicians, just with the facts. We don't have to be emotional or rude or aggressive in anything that we present. But if we present clear, information to people, I think that the choice is also clear that we need to make here in this country, which is either to have our labels clearly identified, there needs to be some regulation in the uh, halal industry, and people need to be aware of where their money is going.
0: Lee Smith, I'll point people to your website, which is called Halal Choices, and also mention that this weekend there is an international symposium on liberty and Islam in Australia, and people can Google that to uh, find A way that they can register for that event in Melbourne. But Kiralee, great talking and thanks so much for sharing these things with us today here on 2020.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or
0: you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.